0: It, with the crowd, hit
1: the city loud. Yeah, we feasting now. With the pounce, make the city how. Now we feasting now. Thunder through the tunnel from the sideline to the huddle. Strikes and tatted on the jungle when we flex that who they muscle on. Strikes Cincinnati, we go rise in the, house. <laughs> in
0: the jungle. We in the
2: house. Welcome to another episode of Bangles of Bruce. I am Dell Altman, joined by new co host day Joe, Joe Strzok, my boy. Thanks, also, man. I'm
0: excited.
2: also joined by basically another co-host, even though he's obsessed with LSU. I don't know why we tolerate him. Crazy Brett. I'm just going to call you a Brit. He loves <laughs> the queen. He's sad she's dead. Karen Horn.
3: <laughs> Fuck F- that hoe.
2: <laughs> All right. And, obviously, the reason anyone would tune in is for the Godfather himself, no. Anthony Kazinza, AC, Sense of Jungle, the man, the myth, the legend, the originator, the... I, I don't know, Anthony. There's not too many things I couldn't say about you that are phenomenal that wouldn't be true. Like, you're uh, a great guy, man.
1: I, I appreciate that. I, uh, thanks for having me on, guys. I, it's, it's good to chat with you. I, I have to say something about the Godfather thing real quick. I've been thinking about this, and while that is flattering, I guess... We're gonna go Godfather stuff. I would I would technically be the Michael Corleone because there are guys that were a little bit before me, Nick Suberling, who now works on Joe Goodberry's show uh, as a producer, Mickey Menser, aka at Houday Fans. Those guys kind of started it up too uh, early, early on. So those are like the v- Don Vito Corleones, I guess. Yeah. Okay, so the, it's the Michael, Michael
4: becomes the, becomes the Godfather. There you go.
1: There you go. There you go. So hey, and, I had never
4: and, seen it. Karen's Fredo.
2: <laughs> it's good, but it's good to give love to people and I love you guys. So here we are five and four. A lot of people were, I mean, I am just thankful we won that last game to be honest, yeah. because, woo, Twitter was a damn firestorm. Oh, if we oh, would yeah. lost that game, I don't know. I, I might have be hiding in uh, somewhere.
1: Yeah, because
2: like it's behind not- your paid
1: blue check mark, probably right? right. Yeah,
2: eight dollars, man. Derek, I wouldn't have got Derek wouldn't have paid the eight dollars for the blue check mark for the Bagels of Brews show. Shout out, Derek. He's never on the show, but he's the money guy. He's got that big bank. He's working like usual, so he can buy the eight dollar check mark. You know.
4: Yeah, and i i I have something queued up for you, AC. Well, oh, you just care. want to start
2: with it?
1: Let's just I want start. to
4: just go right into it. All right. Uh oh. That's cool. Uh oh. Oh. <laughs> Why isn't it playing?
0: Who I just think are frauds. The Cincinnati Bengals are fraudulent. They can't beat Jacoby Brissett and the Browns. You've lost to the Browns Bengals five straight times. That is bad. And that's on the coaching. This so, guy. listen, I think the Super Bowl runner-up hangover is real.
4: And this was right I mean, before Bengals the Panthers can't game. Win mm-hmm.
0: on the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. There's no resetting of the line of scrimmage with this offensive line. Well, they're resetting it negatively. They're moving backward on every play. And poor Joe Mixon has nowhere <laughs> to run. No Jamar Chase either Man. at the wide receiver position. He's still out with injuries. Man, Michael Sarah fell off. The Bengals looked pathetic. <laughs> On Monday Night Football, and now they're coming off a short week taking on a gritty Panthers squad. They
2: were very gritty. I think so gritty. wins
0: outright. They beat the Bengals <laughs> on the road. PJ Walker gets it done. Steve Wilkes is fantastic as a coach. Maybe
1: PJ Walker had 89 yards.
0: Officially for the Panthers. <laughs> Got Baker Panthers Mayfield. Run, the Bengals.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, if I can, first of all, um, he tagged me in that. I'm sure you guys know. I did. Uh, yeah, he tagged well, me in like that. Joe brought it that's like Joe Bradley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I so I, I gave him. A, I, I politely gave him a little hell uh, afterward. I was like, how, how's this going? Um, I will say this Cam actually does a lot of cool stuff for our show. He's helped us out with a lot of cool guests. So I, I'm not going to hate on him too hard oh, yeah. there. But I will say that take just aged about as poorly as a block of cheddar cheese. I mean, that thing, yeah. that, that was just a terrible terrible take and what is the that, and like,
2: ice cold takes or whatever uh, oh yeah forgetting. freezing cold takes yeah, yeah freezing cold yeah, takes, cool
1: yeah. takes yeah i mean he, he ate crow publicly he was like yeah i'm gonna walk that one back but yeah um yeah that that oh god yeah and, and I, what was funny is i felt like that kind of came out of nowhere from him he just was like hey boom i'm tagging you in this thing yeah, and I and he like, tagged Whoa. he tagged he tagged solly
4: he tagged uh yep. bridget yep. uh and i was like oh he's 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 asking for it he's right. really it was it seemed a little
2: he was himself. That
3: that came from a place of emotion. He was hurt making that video. Did I don't you, know did, what happened.
2: Did, did you see
1: what was over his shoulder?
4: The raven's head. The raven head. He yeah, that's raven's where that,
1: that's, that's where it came from. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. yeah and, I, and I brought not not to crap on the guy, but more so, no. I just wanted to
2: see if you guys like had some trouble <laughs> shit talking. Wait, I gotta watch it back here in a little bit. It might be our love child. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> yeah. Cam. Cam's a, Cam's a good guy. but
2: that's Hey, okay. no, I up to him, but we have, you know, you got, hey, when you're going to put it out there.
4: Yeah, you got to eat it. it. Yep. You got to yeah. eat it. If you're going to put that out that there, you got to eat that. Yeah. Especially yeah. specifically calling out Mixon and the day, the historic <laughs> yeah. day he had. I mean, like, yeah. I almost yeah. felt bad for him the more yeah. I watched it. I'm like, because I watched it before the game, and then I, 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 uh, I quote tweeted it and be like, keeping receipts. Yeah. And so yeah. I went back and watched it again. I'm like, oh. Man. <laughs> hey, to be rush. fair
2: though, I have a buddy who he likes the Bengals, but he's a Titans fan overall. I've known him my whole life. And and he's like, I feel like you guys should still be talking shit about Mixon during this bye week. You should talk. And I was like, we should also be talking shit about Joe. Clearly, Just... Kenny Pickett is a better quarterback than him, <laughs> right? Because wasn't that a Dominic oh, Fox sake, word thing? So we've got to – We need to say all these things as Bengal
1: fans like and just put those kind of fun. takes out there, right? Put yes. t- camps kind of takes out there. Yeah. Yeah.
3: For the good of Kenny the team, Kenny Pickett was a fan service pick. It it was it went about as well as you yeah. can expect. They were like, "Oh, we got a pick guy." That lasted until you see him fucking play football and then you're like, "Oh fuck, we drafted <laughs> Kenny fucking
4: Pickett. What the fuck?"
2: Well, I never understood like Desmond Riddell, Malik,
4: Malik Willis, Bailey fucking guy. Zach yeah. was still on the board. Matt, I, I was terrified that they were going to take Malik. That was mm-hmm. the guy that I thought would have fit really well there. And he's, he's raw, but you know, I think if he's, got a lot been, he's central.
1: it was a, it was a bad year to need a quarterback though. It was. My God, it was a bad year to need a quarterback and thank God the Bengals didn't need one. Yeah. Matt,
4: Matt Corral can't even, on I, on can't even get on the
1: field on that Panthers, Steve. Can't even get on the field. Well, oh, he's
4: hurt. He's he, he, oh, is he injured?
1: Yeah. didn't know that but he still wouldn't have been on the field
4: (laughs) my issue
2: with
3: yeah my issue with the quarterbacks class this year wasn't potentially weak but like in the previous years we'd had like such big names and guys that have like flourished after the last couple of years that like it was hard to get excited about i scouted every single draft eligible quarterback for you know head over to full 10 yards.co.uk you can still buy the book if you're ever interested but i scouted that entire quarterback class there were three first round quarterbacks In that draft, like without a doubt, three guys could have gone first round, none of them were fucking Kenny Pickett. Now, I don't hate him, and I obviously wish every player success when they come into the league because that makes the league more fun and competitive. But the fact that Desmond Ridder, Malik Willis, and Sam Howe were not looked out until as late as they were, while Kenny Pickett was. Kenny Pickett wouldn't have got picked in the first round unless he played at Pitt. If he'd have done that at any other school, Steelers wouldn't have picked him. It was a hundred percent fan service, and now they've got to be like, "Oh fuck, we got to make something out of this guy," and I don't think it's going to happen.
4: And that's very uncharacteristic of that of the Steelers organization, if that's true. You know, I, I think it's that's
1: it. part of it, but I and I don't mean to cut you off, Joe. I'm sorry. No, you're um, good. I, I think that's part of it, um, for sure. I think that was fan appeasement based on, you know, just hometown kid, all that. But I, I do think in a way, and this is just my own opinion. I don't know if you guys agree with it or not. But I think there's a little bit of uh, over a, a franchise overconfidence in itself. In terms of, hey, not a lot of people think this kid should be picked here. We think he should be. We're the Steelers. We can make him who we want him to be, and to everyone else go to hell, right? I mean, that's kind of, to me, it kind of feels that way. It's the same thing with the, the Harris pick the year prior, right? You don't pick a running back in the first round, right. especially one who had a ton of touches in, in college and whatnot. And what do they do? They go and do that. And this guy, I mean, he's got some talent, obviously, but you can tell there's still, because the team is pretty weak around him, he can't he can't yeah. get a lot of yards per carry, a lot of yards per catch, like he was doing in Alabama. So I think, I think you're right, Kieran, that there's there's kind of that hometown love but i do think there's maybe just just my own personal opinion though but uh, i think there's a little bit of a franchise overconfidence in itself that they're like hey screw what you think we're going to we're going to make these guys classic steeler hall of fame kind of guys
4: you know i don't think they're going to be cocky little bitches after this year
2: <laughs> well it's finally catching up to them it seems like you know yeah. but i i still i still don't want to say anything till we get that dub yes after this bye week cuz if they get two and zero against us, it's and, just going to be like Cleveland,
4: and they they're they probably getting T.J. Watt back. I, I don't know if he's playing this week, but they're probably getting him back. He is
3: playing limited snaps.
4: Yeah, so that's you know that that concerns me because we've we've struggled against
2: elite pass rushers. Um, so we'll see. All right, I wanted, I want to do some mid season awards, and I want to start with you, Anthony. Okay. So let's do uh, Bengals midseason Bengals offensive MVP at this point of the year.
1: Who? Uh, you know, there, there's a conversation to be had about probably a, a very small handful of players. You would say, you know, Burrow, uh, Chase. In that conversation, um, obviously injured the last couple of games here, but. Um, you know, I, I really, I really still have a soft spot for Tyler Boyd. I still think that he uh, steps up and just makes plays. I don't, he's just not your yeah. game breaker guy, but um, you know, I think the easy answer would be, would be Joe Burrow. Um, you know, obviously you could, you could go chase just based on the impact that you see from the offense when he's not out there. Um, So I, I, that's, that's an argument to be had. So I'll go with Burrow. The numbers are pretty similar. I, I on my show, Last night I kind of did a quick comparison. I think he was at – I don't have him in front of me, but I think he was 20 touchdowns, 11 interceptions at this point in the season last year. This year he's 18 touchdowns, uh, passing touchdowns, and six interceptions. So, tiny bit dip in touchdown passes, but has really, really cut down on the interceptions overall. Really just – if you take that Steelers game out, I mean, he's just playing really lights out. So, uh, I I mean, I I think you got to go Burrow, but there are a couple of other names that you can – you know, you can kind of toss in there as well as kind of interesting conversation. What do you got, Karen? Um, probably slightly out of left field, but um, Ted
3: Karras, he's been Fuck fantastic. Yeah, I was gonna say the same one. He's he, he's, he's he's come hey, into the building. Man. He's he's Bullshit. stepped I into that leadership role in. He's way more charismatic than like... Y'all saw
2: my notes. CJ
3: Uzama was a great leader for us. But on the field, he was just, you know, not as good as Hayden Hurst, let's be honest. But that locker room effect is crazy. Ted Karras is coming. He's a very, very experienced offensive lineman. He's played all over the line, but center is where he shines. And he has shone for this team. He's taken a bit of the mental load off Joe. Because as we saw last year, Joe was calling all the protections all the all all the mic calls all the stuff like that ted has stepped in he calls most of the protections most of the mic calls and he has been been fantastic in the locker room he is a stand-up teammate the guys love him uh a little bit of a humble brag but i got to hang out with the bengals rookies and i actually asked volson a little bit about karis and he said he is a fantastic leader and you're just happy to play for the guy and Even though, like, we've seen him say to the press, look, he's less than happy with how things are going right now. But who he has as a player, he's willing to dig in, buy into this franchise, and just make it the best team in the NFL. And I truly believe he's doing that.
1: That's a a good pick. I I went low-hanging fruit. But uh, just a quick piggyback on that. If you notice, guys, the interior of the offensive line, I think Karras is a big reason for it. Look at how much better. The sacks don't tell you the story. but Look at how much better. The interior offensive linemen this year are at picking up stunts and twists. Well, you are just a a really taking
2: all of my material.
4: Hey, we're just him. making your
1: job easier for you, dude. That's all. That's all. Kieran, that Kieran nailed well, it though. So I we went low hanging fruit. Hard I hard went hard 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 easy. Kieran I nailed said,
4: it. Carris queued up because yeah, I, I was gonna say Ted Carris. I mean, because you know people are you know complaining about the O line. The interior is not the problem. You know, it's it's been the tackles against those elite you know edge rushers. So, you know. The interior's been solid. Of course, that's not Karras alone. You know, that, that's Kappa, and Bolson's had some Bolson's had some good moments as well. But yeah, I mean, his energy. I was really vo- worried about the locker room void that, that Uzama would leave. And wow, I mean, Karras just jumped in as just a ball of energy. Uh, I watched uh, Bengals posted like a uh, compilation of all the, the mic'd up throughout the year. And I I heard Karis talking during the Dolphins Thursday night game where he's on the sidelines. Let's get the ball back and let's run it down their fucking throats. Let's fucking go. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, hell, yeah. Like, you just want to run through a brick wall. Um, But if I go for the low hanging fruit side, I was I was going to pick Chase, um, you know, prior to the injury. I mean, I was watching uh, during the Dolphins game. And, I mean, they're just bracket covering them every single time. Bracket, bracket, just every single time. And it just opened up so much for the rest of the offense when you have one guy commanding that much attention. Um, So, yeah. But, yeah, great pick here.
2: Well, I was going to go off the board and say, Ted Karras, veteran leader, makes guys around it better. (laughs) way the interior O-lines play. Now, I had it all written down. I had it
1: all playing out. You should have gone what first. Your notes out there, <laughs> yeah.
2: That's the rest of them. So I don't know what I had the rest of them. Hey, now,
3: you showed but. us the rest of your notes, so we could just steal your picks. Yeah, you can go I, first gonna, next time. I'm gonna
2: say Joe Burrow because <laughs> if he goes out, we're screwed. He's obviously, you know, the MVP of the team, yes, but whatever. I feel cheated. All right, defensive, defensive. You go first this time, Dale, so we don't yeah. see Oh, shit, I got to find my notes. You now, just ripped up. They are ripped up. So I had a tie. Number one was Cheeto. Well, was kind of second because I'm like, he's injured. But number one is Von Bell because it's the best year he's played all season or his whole career in the NFL. He's getting interceptions. He's playing good in coverage. He's always been a great tackler. Von Bell is my defensive MVP. Cheeto though. Ah, I still miss Cheeto. I hope we can make up somehow for him.
1: Anthony. Cheeto's good call. Uh, There are a lot of different, um, a lot of different ways to go here. Uh, You know, I, I've really liked what I've seen, really from the last half of last year and into this year from Jermaine Pratt. Um, oh, I re- yeah. really, really seeing a lot of growth from him, which is which is really nice. I'm going to go old reliable, and I use old, uh, you know, sarcastically, but I've got a soft spot for the guy. Sam Hubbard is is a guy. He just he's kind of that Michael Johnson mold, where he's not going to give you always the gaudy sack numbers, but he'll give you some pass rush. He'll give you a ton of hustle. He'll do stuff against the run. If you notice running quarterbacks and the run the, really over the last couple of years, he's really fit into what Lou Anarumo likes to do and what has wanted to do. And that's why you've seen a lot of limiting of Lamar Jackson these past couple of years. He's been a big part of that. So, I, you know, I think Von Bell's deserving. I think he can make an argument for Logan Wilson, Jermaine Pratt. Um, DJ Reader, but you know he's been out most of the year, so I'm going to go Sam Hubbard um, as my defensive MVP, and I'll add in kind of that locker room effect that you guys were talking about with uh, with with Karis as well. I think he has kind of a lot of sway in that locker room too. That's yeah. a great pick. Thank you,
2: Kieran?
3: See, I also floated around like the idea of jermaine pratt and you know cheeto been fantastic von <laughs> bell everyone's gonna hate this but jesse bates has been playing really fucking good this season like he's really stepped up now i don't think he's playing to the money he was asking for it's one game over the past i, I will
2: disagree weeks, i'll say one or two games he's played better played better recently.
3: I, I, I I think it may be recency bias a little bit, but yeah, I think he's really stepped up. He's starting to look how he looked in the postseason last year, which was the best we've ever seen Jesse Bates ever. Yeah, he just he just called me too. Um, he's called every one of us. He called
1: me. No, not me. This is I called me. What the? Just, I, I want a phone call. Good God. Does, does Jeff um, have your number? No, I'm just being martyr. That's all. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So like, I I've never
2: give like him your number Anthony. Because this is what will happen. <laughs>
3: Karen, are you frozen? But yeah, Jesse Bates for me. Just
2: all right. That's it. That's all. I didn't (laughs) see that one, but okay.
1: Well, the the back end of the defense has been playing. Everyone took my picks. Yeah. Yeah. Dale,
4: you 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 and I are are kindred spirits. Uh, I I was I had Von Bell, Um, so. I was looking it up and Von Bell's never been known he he, as a guy that gets interceptions. I didn't realize I didn't realize how little interceptions he's had in his career. So he is in his seventh year in the NFL. He until this season, you know how many interceptions he's had? Two. Two. He's had four already. That's incredible. And, you know, some of that stuff can be fluky, but I think he's playing great. Um, You know, the the other guy that I had on uh, my mind was was Cheeto. I feel like he's was always the the guy that never got a lot of praise uh, national media wise, you know, outside of Bengals uh, fans and media. But the guy is just so rock solid. You know, he he doesn't get the praise because he doesn't get picks. Uh, But. You know, Cheetah was, was really important this defense. Um, but I can tell. There's like a vibe where it feels like everyone else is starting to step up. Like, you know, I feel like Jesse Bates had his, you know, best game. And, um, you know, Eli Apple played really well. Um, so, but yeah, Von, Von Bell would be, be it for me.
2: Uh, did you want to kick this one off, Joe? The... And I just say rookie of the year because we have like one offensive guy. It's, it's Volson.
4: So. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's kind of
2: overall offensive, defensive, rookie of the year to this point. Probably. I,
4: I think it's, it's got to be Volson. I mean, for, for me, I mean, I think that's the obvious one. He's gotten the most playing time out of all the rookies and he's been really solid. You know, he's, he's had, you know, a couple below average games, but. I feel like overall, like he's really answered the call. He feels like it's—he's like a student of the game. You know, you saw the training camp videos where he's picking. Nice L- pussy, by
2: the way. Yeah, some nice
4: pussy. I know he won't leave me alone. Uh, you know, he was picking Elsie's brain to to really, you know, try to learn and get better. And I feel like he's been put in some tough situations, but I feel like he's he's got a lot of potential long term. Where he didn't know that when he was getting drafted. And he he earned his spot, which uh, it's been really impressive.
2: Well, I had to eat crow on that Volson pick. I went on uh, the only time I've been on AC show, I was like, he's small school guy. I don't know about you guys him. You has got to come back gone. Hey, I, I'll come on anytime you invite me. AC, all right. okay, all right,
3: but uh, but don't, I will don't say, let like, the Trevor Penny pick for you because that but, was a terrible pick.
2: But Volson, like. I was like, I just don't know about this guy. We're moving another guy from tackle to guard, small school. I'm not sure about it. He has exceeded expectations. Mm-hmm. Now, I will also say, like, Zach Carter's played well. Gunter had flashes. He had a block. There's a lot of rookies that have stepped up. We haven't seen nothing with Hill yet, and Cam Taylor Britt is just – Cam Taylor Britt is going to have to do it in the second half. But as a mid-season word, it has to be Volson. What do you think,
1: AC? It's funny because, I mean, I don't I don't want to say the collective hour, but, I mean, I think the fan base and a lot of folks kind of were like, hey, who who's Zach Carter? Who's Cordell Volson, right? And those are the two guys that are contributing the most, right? I mean, this, this is what the conversation comes down to. So I'll, I'll go with Volson just for the obvious reason. But Zach Carter, I think he's got, what, 17 tackles and, and one for loss, and he's filling in and – you know, some of these guys are having to take more, more snaps than they originally envisioned. I I think, and again, a guy I've got a soft spot for, I think Cam Taylor Britt with more snaps, more work, I think he's going to be a good player. I think he's going to be a very good player. He's got all the athleticism tools, you know, that that he tested extremely well. Uh, He's got a lot of speed. He's got a, a willingness to tackle. So I expect, you know, I, I don't know if I expect it, but I'm, I'm, Cautiously optimistic that he's going to have a good second half of the season as more snaps get get under his belt. He gains a little more confidence going forward. We'll have to see what happens with Dax because of the the shoulder injury there. That didn't look good last week, but um, you know, I think I think Volson's the easy answer. Carter probably runner up, and then let's keep an eye on some of those uh, the, the first two picks going forward here. Karen, you got one?
3: Yeah, my best friend right here. I just, oh there he is I prom—I yeah. prom- I, I promise I'm not a manlet he's just really fucking big he's um, a big dude not so- I was going to give it to Zach Carter but he wouldn't throw up that L in a photo so his problem um, yeah Volson he's been absolutely fantastic he, he he looks really experienced out there and I know there's a lot, of, a lot of apprehension about taking small school guys because Trevor Penning is a fucking disaster the problem is Volson isn't a dumb fuck like trevor penning is he goes out there he puts in the work he doesn't want to fight with people constantly and he knows doesn't try he to injure and his own do.
2: teammates you mean it's it's the trevor opposite i
3: Pe- <clears throat> i i just want to say about trevor penning so many people fell in love with his size and his ferocity but if you watch like um i think it was the senior bowl or the shrine bowl he was getting fucking blown up by a 190 boy, pound core because his technique is so fucking dog shit Trevor Penning is a terrible fucking player, and he's an asshole. we got Cordell Volson, who is a polite, super smart guy, and he's come in, he's kept his head down, he's played his fucking ass off. And he has outshone, I think, any expectations anyone had for him coming into the draft, where he was drafted, the school he comes from. And, yeah, I can't say enough good things
1: about him. Hey, how are I you guys. Sorry, I'm sorry. Opposite guys though, right? Like Penning's the guy that's the size and tested. I mean, Volson's got size too, but tested well, that athlete, all that kind of stuff. And Volson's the guy small school, overlooked, and you know, didn't test as well, all that kind of stuff. And all of a sudden he's the guy that's playing, you know, light years ahead of, of Penning. And um, yeah, so interesting correlation there. I I didn't think about that until you brought his name up. Yeah, I love it. Um
2: uh, Karen, you want to kick this one off? Bengals coach of the year, so this isn't just like Zach Taylor, it's anybody on the staff, any position. It's got to be Lou, hasn't it? Whoever you want, man. It's got to
3: be. I mean, it's got to be for me. I mean, obviously, we, we have lost more games than I think anyone had expected us to, but like, we've had some decent injuries, we've had guys missing for parts of games, multiple games. Lou's just done a fantastic job, sort of keep and we didn't. Was it, um. Up until most recently, we hadn't had... No one scored in us on the second half,
0: which just shows like how
3: great he is at making adjustments. He can get in the locker room, digest what he's in the first half. He sees what the offense is giving him. He gets the guys to adjust. Another thing I've noticed that you'll see as you go back through games and compare him to last year, he's got the defense communicating a lot more. Now, people forget like how important it is to have a guy on defense who can whether he's in the middle of the field, in the secondary, who can let everyone know what the fuck is up. If he sees something on offense, he can say, hey, you need to drop down. Hey, we're switching to zone. Hey, we're switching to man. I see this. I see that. And that obviously comes from Lou. Players just don't come out of the box like that. So the fact that the players are communicating more, making better adjustments on defense, I think, hands down, it has to go to Lou this season.
4: Yeah,
2: Uncle Lou's great. Who wants to take it next? yeah
4: yeah i i I think it's tomahawk slam Lou I mean with it was through the first seven games not giving up a second half touchdown we were the first team to do that since the 2000 Baltimore Ravens that's insane um and it just I feel like it just like it was momentum from from last season. Where you know, like, like Kieran, I, I, I hope I'm not belaboring what Kieran already said, but you know, the the second half adjustments is just been incredible, and that's why we never felt like we were out of a game because we know Lou's, you know, going to be that mad scientist and is going to come up I'm with sure. creative ways to, um, to limit some of these big play teams.
2: Now, I, I'm not going to go Lou but I'm going to stick with the defense and I'm going to say Marion hobby because ever since we got him, I feel like the D line, every like everybody's like the BJ Hill trade. That's so huge. Guess who's been a big part of that? Marion hobby. Mm -hmm. You know, we had Larry O Marion hobby and then uh, Jay Tufele. Yep, That's had to fill in with DJ reader out. Guess what? Who's the D line coach? It's still Marion hobby. Yep. Like, let's put some. Re- and Sam Hubbard was, Anthony, Sam Hubbard was your defense mm-hmm. player of the year to this point. Marion Hobby, Trey Henderson, we brought him in to fill in when we lost Carl Lawson. Guess what? Marion Hobby. I'm telling you, Marion Hobby is a damn phenomenal defensive line coach. So yep. that's my coach of the year for the Bengals this far.
1: I, uh, I, um, Usually for me, this is always kind of a Darren Simmons award for me. I always, I always go <laughs> That's like Darren, always Simmons, a good one. Darren Simmons, right? And this year, I can't get, I can't, I can't do I it. I mean, not not that not that special teams has not been, uh, you know, decent or whatever. But Kevin Huber, they have not been decent. They have bit. not. You lose, no. you lose. Clark Harris, you've had some recent struggles, so I, I I can't go Darren Simmons, but I'm gonna go a little bit of the route that that Dale went, and I'm gonna go with a guy named Robert Livingston uh and robert livingston you guys are you guys talked about jesse bates you guys talked about Von bell i he was can't a scout. say with, he was a I scout dude yeah I, I can't i can't yeah he was you're right i can't say with certainty what he does ab- absolutely with with definitive certainty about like you know what he does day to day and how he works with that but you guys both had jesse bates and Von bell in there those guys would have combined for six interceptions to this point right now as, as safeties the secondary is kind of carrying the defense for the most part. The pass rush is, is there, but it's definitely not as consistent as it was last year. Um so I'm I'm gonna go with the the secondaries coach, namely the one that works with the safeties and Robert Livingston.
2: That is a that is a But awesome.
1: Lou, but Lou gets love too. I love I Yeah, mean, Lou, well, Lou, we, no, all pick, love.
2: we all pick defense like they're all under Lou is the man. I like to call him Uncle Lou, mad scientist Lou, but yeah. Uncle Lou, like I don't know. I'd love to have a beer with that guy
4: yeah lemmingson was a good one
2: all right let's switch it up let's go whole nfl i'll just say i had a i had a tough time for nfl offensive mvp you know smith (laughs) <laughs> it's not a bad pick.
1: That's, that's not far fetched, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. Comeback. <laughs> I mean, it, it is, is. It is, but it isn't.
2: You know, comeback uh, player of the year, Geno Smith.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent.
2: But I will say, Josh, to this point of the season, Josh Allen or Jalen Hurts, and I could flip a coin for which one I pick. I, I oh, Jalen
1: Hurts a
3: fucking animal, bro. I,
2: I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'll I'll say Josh Allen, but I could flip a coin for either of them.
4: Yeah, I was gonna say Jalen Hurts. Um, you know, definitely Josh Allen's deserving. I mean, I think it uh I feel like Jalen Hurts is taking that leap that Allen took when he got digs because now Hurts has AJ Brown. And I mean, I remember talking to people uh in, in in my friends group that last year just thought Jalen Hurts was a bad football player. You know, he got benched for Gardner Minshew at one point, I believe and it's just, you know, everything's starting to come together for him. Everything's clicking, and he, he's really grown as a passer, but, you know, he, he's still dangerous on the ground too, and that's that's what happens when you give talented guys a, a good weapon like that.
2: I didn't th- I didn't think he was going to be that talented of a passer ever, and he has proven me wrong.
4: I thought that about Josh Allen too. <laughs>
3: do, do you know why I want to say I knew – both of them were taking uh, a leap, some, and this some, is like this some is like LSU a... bullshit. Are you going to bring <laughs> back LSU somehow? Oh, shut up. Um, uh, both we saw in camp, they had changed their mechanics wildly. Like for me, Josh Allen, it was finally seeing him getting that front foot placement down wasn't crow hopping on it as much and he wasn't like dragging his whole body every time he made a throw and we've seen that reflected in the passes yes Diggs is a fucking animal but like he's getting the passes to digs more accurately in these guys we just saw it was a mechanical change he made which just made his all his balls way more accurate he wasn't hopping on the front foot he wasn't dragging the back leg he was finally utilizing his power correctly which by the way why I think Trey Lance is a terrible quarterback because he hasn't changed his mechanics even slightly. So every ball is off target pretty much. And that's why I saw Jane Hurts in camp. His mechanics have changed. I thought, damn, he's going to be a really accurate passer. But he's even succeeded my expectations there. So, like, it proves that, like, at this level, mechanics really do matter. You can't just get away with athleticism. You can't scramble and make 5, 10, 20 yards on every play like you can in college. And Jalen Hurts has made that leap. He is an elite level athlete. And now his passing is caught up to his uh, where his wheels are. And I think, like Dale said, it's either him or Josh Allen. They're both amazing football players.
1: Hard to hard to argue with any, with any of you guys. I mean, I guess a couple other names I would throw into the mix. Um, It's hard to go non-quarterback. But have you guys seen what Tyreek Hill's done this year? Oh, it's been incredible. Uh I, I mean, not where we're what? No, I, I don't I don't know if they've had a buy or not yet. Honestly, off the top of my head, but seventy six catches, eleven hundred four yards, only three touchdowns. But that that's that's silly. I mean, that is those those are silly numbers for a wide receiver at this point cool. in the season. Um, so that's that's one guy. And if you really want to get weird, have you have you looked at the Minnesota Vikings record lately? Oh um, God! Please don't. Do I, this I don't want to say cousins, but I mean, if you're if you're gonna go wins are gonna go wins, you're gonna go
2: He's like, he's like,
1: he's. Bad. I don't like him. I don't. I don't. I don't God. like him.
2: Derek loves him. Derek. I don't like him. But look at their vibes. record.
1: Look at their record. I I, I, know. I mean, we're making dogs bark even talking about Kirk Cousins for God's sake. Oh, God. I know. I know. But I would. <laughs> I would say. I would say. You know. I would. I really wouldn't put. Seriously, in the conversation, but I would say just look at the record there. Um, and uh, and, 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 and I would, I, I would say though, honestly, if I uh, you guys are right with the quarterbacks, if I was just to get a little weird and go non quarterback, take a look at Tyreek Hill because what he's put up there is pretty crazy. I,
2: I will add on to that because I remember when we played them and we beat them on that Thursday night football game, I said. Tyreek balled out, and people were like, no, he didn't. We shut him down. I said, no. I'm like, he had 10 catches for 180 yards. <laughs> yeah. What the hell are you all talking about? I'm like, he balled out, he just didn't get in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Like, and mm-hmm. that's that kind of proves kind of what you were saying. His touchdown numbers are down, but good lord, the man is ball- He's made yeah. all the difference. There's no way they'd be anywhere close to where they're at without Tyreek Hill.
4: The, the only other non quarterback I was thinking about was Saquon Barkley. Yeah, um, good he's call. been so important to the Giants. I mean, and a lot of people just wrote him off as just like, ah, eh, he's washed. He had you know he had a hot start to his career, but he's he's done. And he came in motivated, and he's been running angry. And heck, he's even had to play quarterback, run wildcat. <laughs> I mean, he he's the definitely the most valuable uh, player to that team.
2: And I'm happy for him because, like, he got so much hate for being – it's not his fault they picked him number two overall as a running back in the way the league values. But he's always been a hard worker. He's always been a good player and seems like a good person. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'll kick this one off, defensive MVP. No, I won't. I won't because I won't steal it from you, Joe. I'll let you kick it off because I'm probably going to take the same guy. Probably not.
4: Um it's uh it's Judon out of the Patriots. Jeez. I've been watching that's who it's gonna take. I, a I have been I have been watching him more and more lately, and good lord, I mean he is terrifying. I am so scared when we have to go on the road against them because he's again one of these elite uh edge rushers where like when he gets pressure, it's like he is smoking people or just running guys over. Um, he has been really, really impressive. Um, he's always been a good player, but I feel like he is just
2: on another level this season. Oh, he's a, he's- a
4: fucking dog. 11
2: and a half sacks right now. Yep. It's wild. Gary, who you got for a defensive? It, it, it was between two players
3: for me. They're both rookies. Neither has allowed a touchdown this year, both have allowed about a 15%. Completion rating against both of them. One was picked third overall. One was picked slightly later. um But I'm not going to go with the guy who was picked third overall because Dale will piss and shit and cry because of the school he went to. So I'm going to go with Sauce Gardener. He has been an absolute animal yep. this year. I love Derek but- Stingley.
2: Don't I never hate on LSU. Joe Burrow, Jamar Ch- I don't hate on LSU, Karen. <laughs> You just hate me. No, I fucking love you, (laughs) bruv.
3: I love you too, man. But yeah, Source, I think he's exceeded everyone's expectations. And it shows how good he is that Kobe Bryant has been playing out of his damn mind and got pushed that far back because of how Source is. And to come in as a rookie with all that hype and expectation and not only live up to it, but surpass it, I think Sauce Gardner is looking at being a top five corner in the NFL if he keeps this run up once the season is done. So you don't even – like Good you're goal. saying overall defense. You're like not
1: Not, just rookie. not defensive yes. rookie of the year. Defensive MVP. Yeah. Yes. That?
3: And, and and I'm not trying to like shit on I'm the people who had digs as a defensive player of the year guy, but you can't give up 1,600 no. yards. And I was going to say, you get on, 10 on those
2: people. That yeah.
3: man, it was nowhere close to it. Stingley, Stingley's an animal, but Sauce is just, and this he's is good. a Sauce pun, but he is different mustard. He is an absolute beast out there. I and I don't. Although a commentator called him Ahmad the other day, and it just made me feel really fucking uncomfortable. That's not his first name. It's Sauce now. But yeah, he's just played out of his damn mind. He might be the best corner in the NFL after this season if he keeps up the level of plays on.
1: Uh, first of all, I got I got to correct our guy strawberry. That's orange. It's orange. It may look l- based on dish. It, it's it's orange. It's not yellow. Yellow. Come on. I don't I don't drink out of yellow stuff. No Steelers colors around here. Um, the for me, I, I you guys picked great ones. Uh, it came down to two for me, and I don't I don't even know who to pick honestly. But I'm looking at Miles Garrett and Micah Parsons. Um, Miles Garrett is a joke uh, in terms of like athleticism skill. Uh, I mean, just ridiculous. You look at the sack numbers, he's got seven and a half and it's not high volume, one game type of sack numbers, right? It's not like, Oh, we got three and a half in one game. It's like two here, one year, one year. There's, there's a couple of games where he didn't get any. Um, but I mean, it, it's consistent. He, uh, maybe it's a little biased because he plays so well against the Bengals all the time. Uh, but he is, a game wrecker, and Parsons is a joke. I mean, just, just the fact of the, what they can do. It's kind of a, a little bit – he's a bigger Troy Polamalu. It's like, just go play football. I'm not even going to tell you what to do. Yep. Just just go. Play play instinctive football. Very okay. Rush the passer if you want. Play in coverage if you want. Just I, – I you can't – because you can't rein it in. And if you try and rein it in, he's not the same guy. He's not the same player. It's the same right. thing with Polamalu to me. So, so Parsons bigger obviously bigger than Polamo, but it's like hey just go play backyard football and uh, it works for him and obviously Dallas is right up there so I can't really pick one I, I would coin flip you it. have to, you have to yeah okay to Garrett one. I'll go I'll go Garrett all right good I, I okay. like okay, <laughs> because I was
2: like saving Parsons because okay because I was because I was gonna go with Judon as well with 11 and a half sacks but Parsons has eight and a half. And he's a beast. Like, he's unstoppable. Like, he is literally. Dallas has always needed the guy on defense. They've always had a good offense. Parsons has been that guy that's made them. We're a legit contender because they, everyone, you have to game plan for Parsons or he's going to wreck your
1: game. Yep. And And he wrecked the game
4: against the Bengals.
2: Yeah. He did. They
1: had nothing, and he was just killing them. Yeah, Cooper,
4: Cooper Rush went undefeated as a starter. Right. Because right. of their defense.
1: Because yeah. of Michael Parsons,
2: mostly. And Micah Parsons, yeah. Specifically yeah. Micah Parsons. You doubt Cooper Rush that
3: much? <laughs> Guys. Just a test. <laughs> Mike, Michael Parsons is just a way bigger Harold Perkins.
2: I mean, this is gonna be easy for you, Karen. Yeah, I mean
3: Karen. Derek Stingley, in it? No, it's Sauce Gardner. He's yeah. I mean, it, I'm you sorry gave to repeat. Of- I, I'm sorry to repeat the same name twice, but he just is that good. It's everything he does as well. Like when I dra- when I scouted him for the draft guide, almost everything he did is like textbook, technically perfect. His transitions are smooth. He's got fluid hips. He can switch up the field at a moment's notice. He is very intelligent. He can see a route coming a mile off. His The way he picks off root trees is fantastic. Now, he's not super high volume when it comes to production because he's not targeted as much. But he doesn't allow many yards. He doesn't allow touchdowns. He's never allowed a touchdown. That's how good he has been his whole life. So, yeah, I just think – and. the secondary kind of gets forgotten, I think, a little bit in football because we talk about these big names like, you know, Trey Hendricks is eating, Miles Garrett's eating, Micah Parsons is eating. But you can't forget about these like six foot, 190 pounds dude with blazing speed. They're just matching people up the field. And when you've got a guy like Sauce, he's taken away a first receiver option for a lot of teams, which means you've got to throw to other people. You've got to check down more. And I think that can't be understated. So, yeah sources you you have an
2: offense you have an offensive because i mean like i i i didn't do it for the bengals so i kept the same for the nfl one when i put this up when i but i feel like nfl rookie of the year do you have an offensive
3: It's tough because i quite like pierce who's at um texans he absolutely blew up in that eagles game he's looked out of his damn mind. It's a shame Brees Hall got injured for the Jets because he's also oh been yeah. He probably injured. would have been. Yeah, just just an absolute animal. So I know he's injured, but I'm just gonna give it to Brees Hall still because
2: I know well, he's... he's not coming back, but we're only talking about the midseason. So exactly. What do you got, AC? Offense, defense, or just one? Whatever you want to do.
1: Man, hard to Hard to say, I mean, and hard to argue against sauce. I mean, he's, he's, you know, unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you want to throw a couple of other names out there, um, you know, you could, you could look at uh, Linderbaum uh, for, I mean, you don't give it to center really, but uh, he's been a, a good, decent, steady presence as a rookie, taking on kind of a tough position right away. Um, so I, you know, and obviously they're first in the division right now. So, uh, I I know Iki Iquanu, another guy, Evan Neal, they've, they've done a couple of things. Uh, London's done some things, but I mean, really, when you look at it, uh, the only, the only guy that would, that would come, that stands out to me, at least in the early rounds, along with sauce, Chris Olave is doing some good things, Ah, but, but yeah, I was like, don't say Chris Olave. I, this is why you got to go first, dude. No one said mine yet. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I, I would say sauce, but the only one that would be kind of in that realm for me would maybe be Chris Olave because he's, he's showing some nice things on, on film, too. No, I'm going to
2: swing it back to you really quick because my defensive was sauce because he's balling. And Olave, even though he missed, he, he's missed some games and his stats are still very elite and he's playing with, uh, Real cheese Andy Dalton. Andy D. Andy D. So, and he's still putting up stats. So I, I would agree with both of both of those. So Joe, what do you got?
4: Those are all great names. You guys are leaving out one guy that he didn't have a lot of playing time the first few games, but Kenneth Walker III is a man. Yeah, no, I mean, he has this yeah. Crazy breakaway speed. He's got good vision. And mm. they showed, um, I saw a clip from like NFL's Twitter. Account. What
2: about Bailey Zap?
4: Ah, shut up. So the the top like max speeds of NFL players all season, uh, when Walker a few weeks ago broke like a 70 some yard run, he hit over 22 miles per hour. I mean, wow. he is a motor. And I'm just, I think he's super impressive. And even last last week, he had a really slow start. But when the Seahawks needed him, he really started to grind and he got two late touchdowns to put the game away for them.
2: Hey, I want to rewind. Drake Woolen is defensive rookie. He's right up there with sauce. Like The man is balling, fifth-round pick.
3: Seahawks with like Kobe Bryant and stuff as well. Like, like I said, Kobe didn't get that shine because of who he was playing opposite. But yeah, the, like there's some bits of real fucking impressive rookie corners mm. this year. I want to yeah. shout out, is it Jack Jones for the Patriots? Number yeah, 13. He's yeah. playing Jack out Jones of his damn modern. mind. And yeah, people I said was I was dumb for grading great. him higher than Tyree Lamb. I would
2: never listen to people on Twitter again. All right, last one, then we'll get y'all out of here. So so Coach, soon? It's Thursday,
1: Anthony. <laughs> what time is it? We your all time? should have... Dale can leave. Right? It's ten, 10 to 6 where I'm at, dude. I'm I'm golden. Yeah. Fine, I'll just go pee and I'll be right back.
3: <laughs> this should be the same answer for everyone, though, right? NFL Coach of the Year? Should be Nick Sirianni, correct? Yeah,
4: yeah. It um, it was Nick Sirianni for me. I mean, I think uh, people were hoping that you know the Eagles would take a leap, but I don't know if anyone expected uh, this this kind of performance. AC, you got you got something. Someone else, on Pete there. Carroll. Pete All right.
1: Carroll. That team. Everybody thought they were fire sale mode. They thought they were gonna tank for day the day next night. quarterback. Dude, you guys were just talking about Kobe Bryant. You guys were just talking about, uh, you know, yeah, I, dude. And, and you know, what's, what's crazy about this team really? I mean, when you even look at their really good teams, it was a lot of mid and late round wide receivers. It was, yeah. uh, I mean, I know DK's in there as a second round pick now, but it was uh, their quarterback <laughs> forever. Russ was what a fourth round pick, third round pick. Um, yeah. So, I mean, they just put it together in those mid and late rounds. And now I I thought they were going to be, just hot garbage, yep. really. I was like, "What are they doing here?" And it was just kind of well, war of attrition, and you got to wait it out for a year or two, and then you know you make do. But they have rebounded, and and it may not be totally sustainable—at least not maybe not beyond this year, or maybe even this last half of the season. But I am impressed as all hell uh, based on what they've done because I thought they would be goose egg in the wind column this this year right now. So I, I, well, I like Sirianni. I think Mike McDaniel gets gets credit um i i'm all over pete carroll for for coach of the year right now i just especially if the, he sustains it long term that's that's where i'm at i've got a soft spot for him too though that P- yeah. people forget that, he a- built
3: the legion of boom Yep, and like not yep. all of those guys were big stars out of college richard sherman for example only been playing corner pick. a year fifth round pick you know he put that together and people somehow think that like that was luck that's not luck especially when you get these guys in the later rounds you know what you're looking for and you develop them correctly so i think ac's spot on the money with pete carroll i think people laugh at him because he's like a goofy old dude but like yeah he's been a solid coach this year
4: that's that's a great call and i i it's almost like i forgot I, I was thinking the same thing going into this year that the like, Seahawks are going to be a dumpster fire, especially on offense. Like, mm-hmm. who believed in Geno Smith? No one did. Mm-hmm. I mean, why he looks better than Russ. Yeah, and they 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 took chicken shit and turned it into chicken salad. I mean, it's yeah. it's been really. I impressive. mean,
2: they had Drew Drew Locke as well, so it was like, who's even going to be the quarterback? Yeah. Right. Right. Did I
4: you thought have
2: it was impressive. No, I uh, I tossed out the stream yard, but we're doing coach of the year. You guys, I think said mine, Carol and Siriani. I kind of coin flipping between the two.
4: All right, I, I didn't want to take one of yours, but I got one more. Is Brian Dable? Uh, hmm. Um, yeah, the Giants. yeah. I mean, that's you know, another one complete that was completely out of left field. Where I'm just like, I I did not expect them to have this kind of season again. It's one of those teams where I'm like. Are, are they for real? I, I need to see a little bit more. I think they've, you know, had a little bit fortunate of a schedule early on. Um, and they've, they've won some, some tight ones, but we'll see. I mean, but can't argue with the results.
1: It's a good one.
3: I, know Dude, coach, I was about to say, I know there's a coach who Dale really wants to shout out because he's been doing fantastic this year, even though he was told it's a rebuild year, you're not going to win anything no one wants to play for you brian kelly i was
2: never gonna say brian kelly (laughs) you fucking cuck i
3: had to slip it in mate i'm sorry title of my sex tape all right
2: (laughs) anthony do you want to listen to karen talk about lsu for five minutes or should we let you go
1: yeah, we can talk about LSU. For I, I also kind of want to hear what you guys think about the back half of the Bengals. I don't want to usurp the show, but I'd mean, I, I, I would like to hear what you guys think about the rest of the season. But, yes, LSU, I do have an eye on – I'm not Aaron, a Brian Kelly guy. I'm not a Brian Kelly guy. Me admitted,
2: neither. But, no one is, but Karen and LSU, But it was cool to
1: see him win that game. It was cool to see him win that game this weekend. Not yet, I was
2: so happy before. for him. I talked to him, but he calls me. He's crying. He's happy. He's mostly <laughs> yelling, and he's saying, fuck Ohio State, bro." You can't tell me nothing. And I'm like, Karen. I called
3: my friend who was at Death Valley, and we both cried on the phone and talked about how excited we were because we had to sit the whole fucking off season. Brian Kelly can't coach. He can't win big games. He can't recruit. He doesn't know what he's doing. LSU secondary's busted. Jaden Daniels ain't shit. This team ain't shit. The offensive line's dog shit. No one knows what the fuck they're doing. Nick Saban can suck my big hairy Irish fucking nutsack. Fuck that guy. We that he, he came into Death Valley thinking, oh, we're gonna walk these guys." Fucking what was we six and two at the time? He thought, "Now nah, we're walking these guys." Now we're seven and two. We beat one of the best teams in the country. Harold Perkins already is looking like one of the best players in college football as a true freshman. Jaden Daniels is one of the most electric quarterbacks in the SEC right now, and that's including Hendon Hooker and Bryce Young. I'm just happy. I had to deal with so much shit in the offseason. Brian Kelly is the fucking man. I don't care how goofy his accent is, how fucking annoying he is. He is the fucking man.
1: Family is family.
2: He did That's do it. that whole family, <laughs> family, family.
1: You know, family. I have with my family I'm from 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 Notre Dame, but we're down That's here in Louisiana. We have a family, y'all, y'all. Damn. Yeah. He is family.
3: Y'alls. He can come eat up my table any fucking day. He I wants. thought I
1: was your family. I'll give what him the a hell? plate. Well, you guys hey. are from Boston, Kieran, you, you can't, Kieran, Kieran, you can't, you can't like Brian Kelly more than Eddie O. I mean, Coach O was, was the dude. We all love Coach o. I, Co- I know, I know he thing. fell off a cliff. Co- oh.
3: yeah, I mean, go, Tigers. go Tigers! That go Tigers. man was born and bred Louisiana, Cajun as fuck, and yeah. I love him. But after the 100%. divorce, his heart wasn't in football. He needed right. to take some time off. Brian Kelly has come in. He's kept the commits we wanted. He's kept Walker Howard. He's kept Garrett Nussmeyer. He's got some bad fucking... Whoop. Boys on that team, what Harold Perkins, Monster, J. Ward, the Warden. We've got some
1: monsters. Dude, seriously, what does, us that every time. Every time you do an impression, you lose your accent. <laughs>
2: yeah, I AC about, you do the best impressions. Tell us about Americans one time. Do it for <laughs> AC one time. Yes, A- AC needs to hear yeah, your American so ac- accent. Yeah, what, you so want good. me to do?
3: Hey, my name's Cletus. I come from downtown in Kentucky. I tell you what, guys. I voted for Donald J. Trump. The J stands for genius. I stand by that man. I stand by UK football. I stand by UK basketball. I'm gonna tell you right now. We're gonna make NASCAR an Olympic sport. Yeehaw! <laughs>
2: That's pretty good. Uh, That's pretty genius. good. <laughs> the J is uh, for genius. J is for genius. The J is for it. genius is the best. Best. You're uh, hilarious. Yeah. That's good. Hey, my good. blood
3: runs with two things, brother: Mountain brother. Dew and freedom.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, so you hey, don't like Mountain Dew oh, and freedom? God. You're a fucking communist. <laughs> oh, his
1: his, his other his other accent is uh, cha- oh, Chase. Oh my god. His, ac his other access chase love it's it's a midnight uh, dj voice he does that i he haven't heard, that this heard this one i chase haven't love.
4: heard this one what, what is, it? is it
1: chase love because he loves chase it's, it's chase, chase
3: love, love 109.9 the jazz hour today we're going to be talking about how you can break down roots for a corner in slow motion baby <laughs> and after that we got source gardener bringing you all the sauce it's the Jazz Hour, ninety-eight point one. Keep it here locked.
1: I, I had a feeling you were gonna you were gonna get real uh, close uh, to the mic. Yeah, I had a feeling. I had that a feeling. Yeah, it, it had to, it had to be right here. I had a feeling. like <laughs> that, that, they... that,
3: that, that like literally is a create is a creation of Jeff's. <laughs> like Je- Jeff, like said something about it on his show. So I like fucking jumped into it, and it for some reason between that and our rated superstar, I've got like yep. so many fucking
1: characters. These guys oh have. yeah, rated R superstar. Yep, yeah, rated R superstar. Well, we got, we got, got the Pride, Godfather in here. Billy Bean. Yeah, guy we from got the Boston. Godfather in here. We got we got my seat neighbor, and we got Who Did Joe? Who Did Joe? I don't have anything for you yet, but I'll work on it. <laughs> genius Joe. Genius, genius Joe. There you go, baby. <laughs> J's for J's for genius, right? Genius. James for genius. He's a smart guy. He's had he's had good takes tonight. He's a smart yeah, guy. Yeah. Oh, this I, honestly this has been a, g- a really good show, guys. I, I enjoyed watching it. You guys are you. actually like no you're talking about. this, you know you, you Dale.
3: Sorry, brother. <laughs> what? So put up Cincy James's comment. I need to. Can have I walk out for a, a minute and I'm say
2: a... something intelligent?
4: <laughs> oh God,
3: James, I love you. You're my guy. We have the best group chat. But you need to watch your dirty fucking whore mouth. Brian Kelly's going to win more than one, and when he does, I'm going to I'm I'm going to invite you round my house, and you're going to be ambushed with a CFE playoff trophy you my know, play you Why play are you, are you getting closer to, win to win the more. mic? He <laughs> well, can hear you. We're just all have microphones and
2: talk really closely into him. This is
3: DJ Love, and I'm trying to get personal.
2: I am DJ Thickimus, and I'm Finn the set Oh my my goodness. goodness
1: ass all over your face, motherfuckers. AC, what are you drinking in your, in your orange soda cup? I'm dying to know. What are you drinking? I'm, I'm actually a little bit embarrassed Stay-less to tell stays. you guys what I'm drinking. Oh, wait. Yeah. Wait, wait. Uh, you know, uh, you probably can't say, I'm I'm drinking uh red wine. Oh, uh, nice. There's nothing to be yeah. You know, that's I've, that's I've cool. just, I've tried to like, you know, the, 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 the beer thing, I'm like, you know, I, uh, I've red, kind of red a, wine. yeah, yeah I, I've tried it. I'm like, you know, I've just, the, the beer gets you a little, I don't know. The, the clothes yeah. fit a little tighter with the beers and stuff. I have you know, no like, idea what, what you're to. talking about at all. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, uh, I, I, and, and it's a little colder where it's cooled down. So I'm like, Hey, red wine tonight, I think yeah, yeah. See, is a, is a, is a class. I'm classing it up tonight. That's up. what I'm trying you, you to got, do. Like, got, so it's not really a brew. brew. It's, it's yeah. a, it's a... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what you would call it. Anthony, a vintage. Never Bengals and college. vintage. I don't know. Uh, yeah, the California
2: Anthony, cool You can, Anthony can come here with whatever the fuck he wants because he's a fucking <laughs> godfather. He's a I fucking godfather! If God, anybody right. fucking oh. ever says anything mean about Anthony, I swear yeah. to God, I will come for you. Oh, I'm, I'm, you I'm your, okay, your
1: cool. We're going to cruise around downtown Cincinnati, man. Come out there. We're going to cruise around downtown Cincinnati. I
2: fucking guys. love Anthony and no one is going to fuck with him so Dale, how many
1: beers i will
2: say, do
1: have left any we wait what that
4: so uh, yeah this is our fault dale we were supposed to break this up oh yeah we were
2: sorry um so
4: yeah we
1: we wanted you to, sorry, to Dave, give Harry. a
4: little shout out about what what you guys have going on with the the pollock
1: family. oh yeah yeah um so we had we had david pollock on our show really cool i mean dude is the coolest guy ever um we had him on. I just, I kind of reached out and was like, Hey, you know, we've done some things where we've supported some nonprofits and charities of current former bangles and stuff. And if you want to, you know, if he wants to come on and uh, talk about what, what he's doing and, you know, we can try and support that. And so what we've done is uh, we've, we've created kind of a, a fundraising thing. Uh, it's, it's similar to GoFundMe. It's a thing called GiveSendGo. Go. So givesendgo.com slash Pollock Family Foundation. You can go directly there and, and donate Um, And we're pooling like, you know, YouTube super chats and all that kind of stuff. We're going to pool those funds and give them a big donation. They do a lot of stuff. It's a little difficult because they do a lot of stuff in like Atlanta and the state of Georgia and whatnot, because that's where he's from. But they're trying to branch out and do more things nationally. And obviously, he's trying to kind of reconnect with the Bengals as well. So um, I kind of felt like it was a cool conduit to like connect with the fans and get fans to be like, hey, remember this guy? He was freaking awesome in college and he was awesome for a real brief stint with the Bengals before he suffered a, a devastating injury uh, and... I, I
2: was at that game, man. oh me.
1: my god dude yeah um but uh really cool guy highly entertaining obviously you, you probably see him on espn a lot um and does a lot of cool things he helps out like children's hospital of atlanta through his through his foundation and uh at-risk teens and single moms and stuff. So uh they, they do a lot of cool things and they're trying to do Chris community Christmas things out there. So yeah, I, I appreciate you guys bringing that up. That's cool that you did that. Um gonna be supporting him. I mean we he came on like right before the season. So we've been kind of doing a long play with it to try and kind of pool a, a nice uh donation for him. So we'll be doing it for a little bit longer and um you know try and support him. So uh, if you if you liked him as a bangle, if you like him as an ESPN sportscaster, if you want to donate, whatever or, if you like if him as a you Georgia have, dog.
2: Or if you have a little extra money and a heart, like it's Yeah, maybe that.
1: Really maybe that. <laughs> yeah, maybe that. Maybe that, especially yeah, right uh, around the holidays stuff. I appreciate if, you guys bringing that up though. That's really cool. That actually, you guys if
2: would, you would bring don't bring mind sending the link, at least, you know, it's some yeah. a little I can't I don't have big funds, but you know, I'm always good for twenty here or there, like
1: yeah, me too,
4: dude. Send, send it to me too. I'll, but, I'll give you some good. And I put the URL in the chat. Um, but yeah, thanks, thanks, Derek. For I appreciate it. I appreciate with, you guys bringing that up.
1: Yeah, I so appreciate um, you guys talking about that.
4: I, I remember when Pollock first came in the league. We had him and Odell, and it was just oh, like,
1: man. Yeah. Well, that we're, was our. We're, we're, oh, we're oh our dude! dude. Well,
2: yeah. Chris Henry. That you
1: was the draft class. Pass with- yep. Yep. What would have happened if Odell would have not been able to stay? the biggest the biggest what if class of all time. Oh, like yeah. that was like the 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 ceiling was like non-existent with those guys. It was the just
2: biggest chemo like, von der thing of all time. Fuck
1: fuck you, chemo von <laughs> What if we got what if, you guys gotta reach out and find that guy and get him on your show. Honestly, oh my get god, on god. On. that would be f- You, you <laughs> got you guys gotta get him Did on get your chemo show. Chemo on go oh, I, I couldn't do it because I don't I don't think I would I, no we we need to get him on there with Dale after Dale's been drinking his little cooler. That, yeah, you got to get him on show. On, I'm still waiting no, on Chris Evans on the Man like, show. If he
2: just said, I'm sorry I blew out Carson's and <laughs> I'd be like, okay, cool. But he'd probably be like, no, you know, I was just playing football, and I'd be like, you're an asshole. Fuck you, Peter <laughs>
1: Van
3: Fuck Carson anyway. <laughs> what?
1: Uh, <laughs> by the way, Greg, I, I don't I know. Greg shit, is – him. Oh, yeah. Greg let's get, is, oh, yeah, get the Greg. Go best, ahead. Mate. Okay. Greg knows Greg's a smart guy. Don't die hard. Die hard. Right? No, no. Home Alone die two. hard. You got it. Home Alone 2. And not one. <laughs> what? Not one. Home what? Alone 2, the sequel. Home Alone oh, 2. Oh, my God. The sequel. 100%. Oh, 100%. Greg what's... knows. Greg knows. Oh, yeah. Dude, uh, this, for me, it's die the hard sticky band- bandits. The <laughs> sticky bandits. Come on. Uh, it, it's Christmas
4: vacation. I hope the Christmas vacation is at least in your top five. It's up there yeah die sure. hard
1: elf christmas elf vacation elf, elf exactly elf, elf is not elf number trick. one for sure so I, well anthony do, do you think do you think die hard is a christmas movie that's what that's what the argument was, we always. oh you know what i I'm, i might get my man card revoked here in a little bit i haven't i have not seen die hard in a long time it's been a really long time so it's hard for me to be like that's a christmas movie that's an action movie it was I, during I, christmas I I, I I i tend to try i I think it's more Christmas movie. Um but but Greg.
2: Greg.
1: It's been it's been a long time since I have seen that movie. Yeah, watch Greg. It. Hey. Watch it
3: we have to respect Anthony's opinion on this because he has the most chiseled manly jawline who I've the ever fuck seen. Is the you are a, <laughs> yeah, you who is are Anthony? a fucking
1: Anthony.
3: You are a handsome dude, dog. We're, so you get no, final okay. say on
1: action movies. Uh, yeah. I, I'm I'm ugly as sin, but I appreciate it. Thank nah, you. You're a fucking dreamboat, dude. Uh <laughs> oh, you took okay. it know, dude. You, you guys should see his brother. His brother's got the California locks and, and the chiseled chiseled chest. Yeah, you got you got you,
2: you man. know Anthony liked me a lot because I used to compliment him and you guys just took it all away from me. Just
1: Dale, where were, at? At? where were you last where had were you week one last year. year? I didn't know you week one last year, but where yeah, were you Dale. week one last year? Were you at I the actually, game week one?
2: Uh oh, well, I didn't even know him then. then. It <laughs> wasn't week one, but the Packers game, yeah, I was standing. No, you were at the Packers game, right?
1: Me? I wasn't there. No, he went. We, we week I, I was almost there. went to that one because I had a buddy who was going and I was like, So well, last looked, year,
2: who do who we play week one last year?
1: Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, yeah,
2: you were at that one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've seen you. Hey, you see Did, me if you type he, in. Devont he was just staring at you. You like were standing beside Jer Bear, me and my wife, like.
1: Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. I was yes, smoking yes, a yes,
2: cigarette, like, yes, I don't know yes, anybody. Yes. But I was like, yes, hey, that's Anthony. Yes, one, was, yes. My yes, wife's like, I yes, don't give a fuck.
1: Yes. <laughs> what are you yes, talking about? I I'm remember like, now. I'm like, yes, no, yes, he's like a. Yes.
2: Like, but no, I,
1: I didn't. I didn't even walk up and talk to you. I, just, I, I I remember seeing you blasting the e cig. I remember. I remember <laughs> Anthony, at, at Bengal Gyms, right? Yeah, no idea. Yeah, Anthony. I didn't know I'm gonna meet
2: deal. you one day and I'm gonna hug you so hard. Andy. Hey,
1: are you are you coming this year day in the games, Anthony? You know what? I thought about Steelers game. Thank God I didn't go to that one. Yeah. Um and Thank then God. I I Kind of keep like kicking the can down the road, you know what I mean? I'm like, damn, okay. So there's, yeah, I, I think so. I've got a really, co- I've got a really close friend who's a big Buffalo Bills fan, and oh. uh if uh if something works out, I think I think we may go to that one, which is which would be really cool. But we're we're both Southern, this Cal- in Southern California Are, guys. I don't know how we would do with that with that. You'll be fine. Are, Day, you just wear Dale. You'll be fine. Just put him around you. will be, be, you. be fine. You'll be nice to have more all time. The fuck, <laughs> but I was gonna
2: say, our next game is against the Chiefs. Come on, man. Okay, you yeah. don't know this, but this I, I said, Casey, ch- or calling someone a
3: chief is an insult in London, so yeah, they are a bunch of chiefs. I thought you weren't from England. Yeah, I am Irish Scott, I was just <laughs> unfortunately raised in the hellhole that is London. All so right. chief is an insult. So yeah, they are a bunch of chiefs. Patrick Mahomes a chief. Travis Kelsey's a chief. Andy Reid, he's a big fucking chief. Fuck all of them. I know. So, a couple years I mean, in. If someone's, if someone's you like, you got a you chief. To the mic. We, we bundle them together. You know when you get a Snickers, but it's two Snickers, a Snickers. Everyone grab your microphones and hold they them are
2: tight. A,
1: they are okay, that whole team it. is a Snickers duo of chiefs. Fuck them. So, Kieran, if 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 you have a couple beers, right at the at the at the pub. And it doesn't you, drink. Like, you, you, go, hey, you got yes, it, chief. It does if you say, hey, you got it, chief. Hey, you got it, chief. Or, bar uh, then, then that's like, that's like, oh god, it's on. Like that's that's like, yeah,
3: we, we don't really say it. Like it's normally like old people who say it as like, you got it, chief. But like most of the time, like someone's being a prick, I'd be like, oi, stop being a chief. And like <laughs> normally, they'll just stop acting like a chief. But like I said, yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs. They are those. There are Twix. There are big Snickers where you get two. They are a Snickers duo of chiefs. Fuck them all. They're a multi-pack,
2: not to I be have no sold idea separately. What the fuck, we're talking
1: about. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dale, how many beers do you have left in your little cooler? Cause we started talking about. I the, told
2: you zero, bitch,
1: three hours ago. <laughs> don't
2: worry. About how, how
1: many did you originally have? Yeah,
2: yeah, uh, 16 ounces.
1: Yeah, and, and and a fireball.
3: Woo! I saw the fireball. I don't know how people drink that stuff. That's an affront
2: to whiskey and alcohol. Because I'm an American, Karen. <laughs> uh, you say that? What we do? I <laughs> more,
4: do. I he's more a, American than he's, me, brother. He's a genius
2: <laughs> with a J. We do a oh, lot of yeah. dumb shit, bro. <laughs> yeah. We
4: drink hey, it because until- we have to, because our country's fucked up. Life is hard. Hey,
3: until NASCAR and is an Olympic sport, you're not a true American.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh god, they're gonna well, like the sport off the rails. Anthony, Thank you for your time, Karen. Thank yeah, you for thank your you. time. As, swear, as always, thank you for your time. Uh Joe, you got any good things to send us out on?
4: No, man. This has been. uh Awesome getting all the, the mid season stuff, and we can go in our buy with a nice W. and Let's come back and beat the fucking Steelers. fuck The sellers, who day
1: we get
0: it. New day, new age, yeah, we get it. Cincinnati, jungle, fit it.
1: Who they in our house, we win it. Orange and black and white, we put it. Earned our stripes, you know, we kill it. Bleed our colors, jungle, dripping, nasty, natty yeah, we live it. Lit the crowd, hit the city loud, yeah, we feast now the pounce, make the city howl. now we beastin'
0: out, thunder through the tunnel, from the sideline to the huddle, strikes and tatted on the jungle, when we flex that, who they muscle on, Strike Cincinnati, we gon' rise in the, in the jungle, we rise in